Thank you for joining us for this episode of Talking Talent. I'm Nicole Fuqua. You're listening to our audio series where we dig into issues related to talent acquisition. Today's podcast is a bit different from normal. As organizations around the globe confront the challenges presented by the coronavirus outbreak, even the most seasoned talent leaders find themselves in uncharted territory. We're creating a mini-series with our experts here at People Scout about those issues that are most pressing during this uncertain time. We are focused on the safety of our employees and clients, friends, families, and loved ones. However, it is important for many organizations to keep their talent acquisition functions moving, whether to provide essential services or to serve our communities by providing jobs. Many organizations are also now adapting to a newly virtual workforce. In that spirit, today we are sharing insights from Andrea Brogger, True Blue's leader of the global human resources team, on how to keep employees engaged when things are difficult. Andrea is responsible for the overall HR strategy at People Scout, People Management, and People Ready, including leadership development, diversity and inclusion, employee development, training, and much more. She has more than 17 years of human resources experience and has changed the function, culture, and impact of HR across TrueBlue to support its business goals and strategies, as well as the needs and aspirations of its 5,000 employees around the globe. Andrea is passionate about talent management, engagement, and developing programs that ensure that we have the right talent in the right roles at the right time. She holds a master's degree in business administration, as well as her executive master's degree in human resource management from Cornell University. She joins us from her home in Las Vegas. Andrea, thanks for joining me today. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Happy to be here and to to talk about such an important topic. Before we start, I want to mention that at People Scout, we're dealing with many of the same challenges, working from home and recording these podcasts from a distance. So things may sound a bit different than you're used to hearing. So to get started, Andrea, we hear a lot about engagement strategies. Can you tell me why this is so important right now and which of these strategies are most important? Engagement is more important than ever. To me, the most critical part of engagement is communication, especially right now. In our current environment, we're seeing a record number of people working from home out of an abundance of caution, which seemed to, to happen almost overnight. And when people are working from home, they may start to feel disconnected or a little bit out of the loop. You know, we've all heard the, the old adage, you know, out of sight, out of mind which can be a very real concern for people who, who work from home or who work in satellite offices. You know, this feeling of, of isolation can impact engagement, which directly impacts productivity. So there are a few simple things that we can all do to help keep the lines of communication open, helping to keep our teams productive and closely aligned with, with one another. So when we think about communication, It's important to share your preferences and styles with your team in this new working environment. Do you prefer email, Skype, Yammer, phone calls, texting? Let your team know what your preference is and also be sure that you're asking them. And when you do communicate with them, be sure that you're taking their feedback into consideration. Also make sure that you're scheduling regular meetings, both individually and as a group. This can help make sure that that everyone stays up to speed on what's going on inside of your organization. In a a situation like we're we're all facing right now, priorities and and areas of focus may shift daily or even hourly. 
So regular calls can help you to address those items with your team, helping to prioritize your work for them so they know that they're working on the most important items. And also during these meetings, it's, it's also really important to set aside time in your agenda to just chat with one another. You know, continuing to have these types of, of opportunities for small talk lets your team stay connected with one another and, and helps to reinforce their sense of belonging with one another and with the company. You know, there are so many great technology tools that are out on the market right now that can be helpful in keeping your team connected with one another. You know, creating a, a virtual water cooler where you encourage your teams to chat with one another, share photos, maybe they're sharing tips um, for things that they've uncovered that are successful in, in working from home. Uh, you know, maybe they've uncovered a, a fun new way to keep their kids engaged who are also stuck at home. All of these things can go a really long way in keeping your teams engaged and connected with you, with one another, and with the company. There are a lot of things to be stressed and feel anxiety about, whether it's health, finances, the relentless news cycle, or just adjusting to the change. How can you help employees with that stress and anxiety? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's so much uncertainty, both inside and outside of, of our work lives right now. People are, are uneasy and, and anxious about what they do and they don't know. And it's important to remember that it's, it's completely normal. Um, and it's up to us as leaders to help stay connected with our teams and to talk openly with them. In the absence of information, I, I think it's human nature for people to fill in the blanks or, or to make their own assumptions. And, and that's not productive for them or for us as an organization. I think we owe it to our teams to be open and to be honest and consistent. I don't think that there's anything wrong with telling your team that you don't have all of the answers and, and that you aren't able to share all information at this time. The communication and open dialogue that they have with you uh, will help to reassure them and to help keep the trust that they have in you. Just be sure that you're treating everyone the same way and that you aren't divulging sensitive information to some and not to others. So I think it can be helpful to, to think about some quick do's and don'ts. Uh, so do focus on what you and your team are in control of. While there's a lot that might feel uncertain right now, there are many of things that, that we are in control of. Focus there and on your routines and stay positive. Do share your own concerns. I think it's okay for leaders to be vulnerable right now and, and let people know how you're feeling as well. Do validate how other people are feeling. You know, there's nothing worse than feeling like you're in the wrong for feeling a certain way. Listen to what others are telling you and, and be empathetic. Do stay in constant contact with your team. You know, when in doubt, over-communicate. You know, looking back on this, I don't think your team is going to say, well, geez, you know, I wish my manager didn't care so much and they didn't check in on me so much. That's not going to happen. So be overly cautious when communicating with your team and, and go above and beyond. And also be sure to take care of yourself. You know, when working from home, it can be easy to put in a lot of extra hours, get breaks, get meals, model self-care behavior and encourage that your team follows suit. You know, maybe you want to take a virtual lunch break with your team together on video and, and make sure that you're all stepping away and getting the breaks that you need. This can be a fun way to break up the day as well as stay connected with your team. Now let's talk about a, a couple of quick things that, that might be helpful to avoid. Uh, try not to let uncertainty impact you and your team's ability to get work done. Um, don't dwell. You know, it's important to acknowledge how people are feeling, 
but try not to get stuck there and in the negative. It can be a really slippery slope. You know, focus on how you want to act and deliver as a team and make it happen. And finally, don't be afraid to try new things with your team. You know, each team is different. Experiment. Find out what works for you and your team. What advice do you have for teams who are transitioning to work from home for the first time? Absolutely. First is remember that you are part of a team and that you're not the only one feeling this way. You know, other people on your team are, are probably feeling the same way. Also, many of us are working from home with spouses, children, or others around due to various closures. Be sensitive to the fact that there may be distractions and noises that are outside of people's control. You know, trust me, I bet they're embarrassed enough that their child just barged in on your conference call. You don't need us to make them feel worse about it. Recognize that we're all adapting to a new normal here and, and that your team knows what their priorities are and what they're being held accountable for. Make sure that you're holding them accountable for delivering results. But if you can, avoid micromanaging them and avoid clock watching. When working from home, I find that the days go by so quickly that the week is often over before I know it. Uh, So to make sure that I'm not missing out on those quality connections with my team, I make sure that I'm scheduling, you know, one-on-ones with them as well as as team meetings. Um, And because those days do go by so quickly, I leverage my calendar. I set reminders to help make sure that I'm checking in with people on a more casual and friendly basis. You know, reach out and stay connected to your teams. So at first, what a lot of us are dealing with right now is the initial shock and change, but we're getting some indications that we could be looking at some sustained isolation, that this could be the new normal. How can you help people cope as time goes on? Absolutely. I, I think that's where you know calendar reminders and recurring meetings can really be helpful. As the time goes by, it can get easier to fall into a sense of normalcy or into a routine. And if that routine doesn't include those check-ins and meetings with your teams, it can be really easy to start push to start pushing them off. And next thing you know, it's days and weeks and months go by, and you aren't having that genuine connection with people. Keeping those open lines of communication will help you to keep an eye or or an ear out for for what people need. And it's likely that as things evolve and as time goes by you know, our needs are going to change and, and what your teams need from you is going to change. So staying connected with your teams is, is going to help make sure that you're getting them what they need and when they need it. And we know not everybody has the ability to work from home. There are some people who do need to be in offices essentially by themselves. How can you support those people? Yeah, I think as we all work through you know, some pretty significant changes right now, it's it's always important to put ourselves in someone else's shoes and, and to be human. You know, if, if I was in an office alone or, or mostly alone without my usual support system, you know, I think I would feel lonely, anxious, vulnerable. Um, you know, I'd probably wonder why other people maybe had the opportunity to work from home and I didn't and, and why am I more important or less important. And I think it's it's incredibly important that when somebody is feeling this way, the power of, of recognition or appreciation really comes into play. Make sure that, that you're taking the time to thank those people for their support. Now, let them know that you appreciate that they can, that you can count on them to help keep normal business operations going. You know, your appreciation is, is really going to hit home with them if you tie their role back to the goals of the organization and, and remind them why they are so important. You know, recognition and appreciation are always important, especially during tough times. 
Don't underestimate the power of gratitude. Well, that's the perfect spot for us to wrap up. Thanks for joining me today. Absolutely. Thanks so much for the time. And thank you for listening. If you have any questions that we didn't cover today, you can send them our way. You can email us at marketing at peoplescout.com or you can find us on social media. Just search People Scout on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. To make sure you don't miss an episode or to hear more of our mini series, visit our website and subscribe to our feed on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Talking Talent is a People Scout production, music by sound design through Shutterstock.